Okay, what happened to my... Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, something fried on my circuit board. What happened here? Oh, well, it looks like we don't have an intro, so we're just going to go ahead and get started. I don't know what happened here. So we're just going to go ahead and get started on this episode. Maybe we will figure this out and try and get it together for... Uh, maybe we'll have this straightened out by our second um, uh, episode today. So we're starting um, again. This is a, a double feature. Uh, we we normally start at seven o'clock, and uh, boy, <sighs> excuse me for being a little um, bewildered here. It's, this took me by surprise. But at any rate, um, you know we normally start at seven o'clock. But th- there was a lot going on, and we felt a burden that we needed to deal with um, this issue of issue one and issue two. But taking a look at it from the saints' perspective, the Bible perspective, um, as a lot of you know, uh, I wear a couple of different hats. And for those of you who are watching us on IG, good evening. Hey, how you doing? Uh our family on uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter or X, um, Twitch now, and also on, what did I miss? Uh, YouTube. Uh, We want to say good evening to all of you. Um, But we wanted to take a look at, does the Bible say anything? I mean, the the Bible is, you know, that someone came up with a clever uh, acronym for the Bible, you know, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. And so if the Bible clearly tells us um, what we should do and how we should live and all of the manner and degrees of what it is we do, then can we look to the Bible and see exactly what the Bible is saying in regards to this issue? Now, growing up in the church, you know, um, my pastor used to always say, you know, God, you know, Jesus is the Lord of all, or he's not Lord at all. So he is the Lord of all and everything that you do, he is the Lord. And what is a Lord? A Lord is the boss. It's not just, you see, see, we're okay with saying, you know, you know, Jesus, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and savior? And, and, you know, and, and, and the Lord wants to save you from death and hell and damnation and you don't you and 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 you don't want to you know go before the lord and and judgment and so god has has sacrificed himself and sacrificed his life so that you can be saved and will you accept jesus as your savior and so that sounds so sweet when someone you know testifies and they say that to you and so yeah we're okay with people praying for us and we're okay with you know um, uh, 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 accepting Jesus as a savior, but not many people will accept Jesus as the Lord. See, because a Lord is a boss. Uh, it, it, when you talk about the Lord, he's the ruler. He He's a ruler. He, he, you know, you talking about the Lord, then now, you know, he, uh, 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 th- there's no one like him. Th- there's no, there's no, um, 
um, pondering, oh, well, you know, let me think about that. No, what the Lord says is, that's it. There is no consideration, uh, or, 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 you know, and and what you know God would say in a manner of, um, you know, and what the Lord has to say. There, there, there is no consideration. So, um, when we look at what the Bible says, basic instructions before leaving Earth. When we look at what the Word of God says in the manner of very simple. Um, you know, how we live in. So someone, someone, um, uh, on November 7th, when we were voting, um, there, there are those who know that I wear, you know, different hats. So I serve, uh, in this city as, um, a politician. And so there is the thought of what is the political answer to some of the things that we deal with. However, on this platform, on this platform, the hat that I wear and the, the, the mantle that I, that I, the vein that I walk in is I am a minister. I am, a, I am, I'm a priest, ordained elder. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, and so, um, uh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Congratulations on my reelection. Thank you, brother. Um, so the, 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 what we do for the Lord is what's going to last. What we do for Christ is what's going to last. And so when we, um, look at what, uh, keep in mind, the Lord is looking on every place, both good and evil to see you know, we're going to be judged for the things that are done in our body, both good and evil. So the Lord is looking on, looking at every place to see what we're doing, how we're doing. And so if we want to meet him in peace, then there is a word that we have to line our lives up with. And so when we were uh, voting and I was in a parking lot, just greeting people and, and talking to different residents, um, there was a resident who was just fussing, just, you know, just fussing, was getting ready to go in and vote. And she was a member of somebody's church. I know where she goes, but I'm not going to, you know, it doesn't matter what church you're going to. I don't, that's not the purpose, but she was fussing because she was saying, because she looked at me and she assumed because of my ethnicity she assumed exactly how I would be voting on these different issues. And so because this woman was a bold, um, a bold woman in the Lord, she began to declare, you know, we have no business as saints, people of God, doing this and doing that and even being a part of certain certain political parties and she was just going on and on and she just assumed that she knew what my um thought process was and i just let her talk and fuss because i mean it, it you know this it, it wasn't the purpose for that but here as we began to kind of think about um these issues 
the Lord began to deal with me. What does my word say about, you know, so we're going to dive in real quickly about what the word says about these things that are happening. And then I got a little bit of commentary and then that'll be it for this episode because I want to make sure I see if I can fix this issue so we can be ready for our second episode at our regular time at seven o'clock. So first, let's talk about issue two. So issue two here in the state of Ohio was about the use of marijuana and legalizing the use of marijuana. And so, um, and so because of that, that, you know, I think there is some discussion of how many more licenses will be um, issued. So then that, uh, you know, people can open up um, these stores for, you know, for the purchase of marijuana. And then there's now this, this also this um, uh, issue of trying to figure out what is going to be done with the funds, the money that has been raised from uh, the sale from marijuana since now it has become legal. Well, one of the first things that popped in my <laughs> mind is, okay, so now, um, uh, and I think someone thought that I just uh, assumed that everybody going to go out and start smoking and, and, and the streets just going to be foggy from the smoke of marijuana. And no, that's, that's, that's not what I was saying when I, when I made that post, when I was talking about, you know, being careful about this, um, about the marijuana use. That's, that's not what I was saying, but, but let me quickly explain what I am saying about that. I want you to pay attention. I want you to pay close attention. Pay close attention to, we, we had a discussion, uh, just a group, some friends and I, we were talking about how um, how uh, the government, um, at some point in time, it seemed like they were paying people to stay home from working, paying them to stay home, and didn't it didn't work. Um, and we look at some of these commercial uh, avenues, stores, and whatnot, restaurants, you know, whatever, different genres of 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 um, of our commercial industry that seem not to function um, properly. And being able to service their customers because they did not have the employees to work. So nobody wants to work. Everybody's staying at home. They can make more money by just sitting at home. Meanwhile, there's been a flood of people coming across the border. And as they're coming across the border, they're getting jobs. And, they're, you know, they, some of them are trying to find work. And some of them are finding work um, from the people who are staying at home. And so now if your job has been filled by people who have come across the border and you were staying at home, getting paid to stay at home, when they stop paying you from staying at home and now you're trying to go out and find work, number one, you're lazy because you've been sitting at home for I don't know how long. And now you got used to getting, getting back in the work field and everything. But where are you going to go when your job has already been filled? Think about that. Where are you going to go? That's number one. And then number two, number two, you have to remember that 
uh, there are companies because I I remember I worked at a few of them, and one one company straight in particular uh, where I worked, we we frequently had to be drug tested because of the products that we were making. I was being drug tested. So, um, and it was supposed to be a random test. Um, so, it, it, but what I found is that for something that was supposed to be so random, and I think this company had probably maybe somewhere around 70, maybe 70 people working in it. And but for something that was supposed to be so random, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, I was being tested very often. Often. Now, um, it said that that the computer chose the numbers that um that uh uh it, it would select a number, it would just it was like all our all our SSN numbers, uh social security numbers were in this um I like human resources so when when they went through this program the computer selected these numbers to be tested now and that's supposed to be random but again for something that was supposed to be so random I was being tested very often and there were people that I knew never got tested and so I kind of at there was a point where I thought that you know, I, I thought, dude, this is racist, man. This is racist, you know. You just trying to find, you know, trying to trying to catch me dirty. Well, I, I, you know, I, I was, you know, I was a minister back then, anyway. Young, young, young minister back then, many, many years ago. But the point is, I wasn't smoking anyway, so part of me didn't care. But I didn't like the fact that I was being tested so often, and I knew people that had never been tested. But I found out later that they tested me often because they knew I would pass the test. They knew I would pass. They knew I wasn't smoking. And this company depended on the contracts and other essential benefits that they were getting from um, different programs or whatever because of the product that we were making at that time. So, you know, they had to show they had to show that. You know, that we always test and we randomly test and here's the numbers and everything. You know, we, you know, our, our people don't smoke. They don't, you know, they're not dirty. They, you know, they, they're passing their tests and everything. Um, but <laughs> if they would show how many people frequently were tested, I would be on every, uh, every other month. My name, would I would be there. But the point is, so now, now that we are legalizing the country is legalizing marijuana so now the problem here is that um uh these companies i i really would i really would like to see how many of these companies will drop their strong stance on whether you can pass a drug test or not because just because just because it's legal it doesn't mean that they just going to go along with you you know uh 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 um you know you puffing you woke up puffing in the morning before you hit the clock and 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 ready to go to work um 
just like with alcohol, you can get fired for being drunk on the job. You can, you know, if, if, in fact, you can get, you know, you can get fired, you know, if you, when you go take the test and you blow and, you know, blow and, and, and they find that there's alcohol in your, you know, in, in, in your, um, you know, on your breath, in your system. And so now you add this marijuana, hold this whole marijuana scene to it. And I'm wondering how many people will, um, blow job and career opportunities because they were so happy for this right to uh, now smoke uh, marijuana. Now, keep in mind that for every joint that you smoke, every joint, the chemical uh, that's in it, the th- I think THC, I think is, is, is the acronym THC, for every one that you smoke, it's still in your system. It stays in your system for 90 days. So four joints, four, is in your system for a whole year. Just four for a whole year. But enough of that. Let's just see what the Bible says about certain things. So we when we look at when we look at what the word of God says, because then I want to hit on this issue one. So God, God made man in his own image and formed him and uh, forming the human body to be, watch this, the temple where God dwells in. And he gave man the most precious gift, the mind, which is perhaps a mind, the mind, which is perhaps one, if not the greatest of God's masterpieces as marvelous um, as a computer is, it only copied after man's brain, which uh, is humanly impossible to exactly to 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 really duplicate. Um, so when you look at when we're looking at the issue of drugs, marijuana. Well, I'm I'm a, marijuana is is now legal, but let's look at some of the other drugs that marijuana is linked with because remember for a long time we've been talking about that uh marijuana is a starter drug it's 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 you know it's it's you start on marijuana and when that's not good enough you end up um if you have a an addictive personality trait then you go harder after marijuana doesn't suit the need but look at this list: marijuana, LSD, well, acid, speed, uh, cocaine, hair, uh, heroin, heroin. I'm sorry, um, alcohol, tobacco. All of these are tools of Satan because what it does is it 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 um it it deliver it 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 dilutes the mind. It dilutes the the thought process and. Anything that dilutes, if God gave us a mind, watch this, we're told to love the Lord God with all of our heart, soul, mind, spirit, to love. But now if your mind is being altered because you have a chemical that is in it, then that's sin because 
because we are supposed to clearly be able to worship the Lord when we understand that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Now, if we understand that this is sin, well, Romans 6, 23 tells us that the wages of sin is death. Um, Proverbs eleven nineteen it says, he that, um, that uh, uh, pursueth evil, pursueth it uh, to his own death. Um, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17, it says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of God? Any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. So we understand that God has not given us these liberties you know, sure, we have the we have the um, we have he's given us the gift of free will. But. In our liberties. In our liberties, we can and will destroy ourselves if we don't understand that God um, did not put. Us in the earth to destroy ourselves by partaking of things that alter the mind and that alter us from worship him, worshiping him in spirit and in truth with a clear, clear mind. So, um, so, but, you know, there are those who don't subscribe to, you know, the things that we preach and teach on, on this platform or subscribe to, you know, the faith in general. Sure, I'm a minister and I'm a, you know, I'm a saint and, and you know, whatever. And so there are those who don't subscribe to, you know, my belief system and faith. But just because you uh, don't subscribe to it and don't believe in it, it does not mean that God is not going to judge us at the end of time when judgment comes. And so let's be careful. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. And that's really, because I, I want to dive into this other issue, issue one. Um, I think that, I, be careful, because I see this issue two being a problem for a lot of people, for a lot of people. And so um, you don't want to be on the, the bad end of the stick. So now this other issue in, in, in the state of Ohio, issue one, in regards to uh, the abortion right. And we, first of all, we want to say congratulations to, um, well, we want to thank all of our women, you know, all, because women came out in, in mass numbers and droves. This is an issue that was near and dear to their heart. And. Uh, but at the same time, too, we want to make sure that you understand that uh, because this is something that the Lord has really been dealing with me about um, that. And again, I go back to the comment. I go back to the comment. Uh, my One of my pastors used to say, Jesus is the Lord of all. And if he is the he, he's either Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. 
And I used to always say when it came down to voting, once once I really began to let that thought, you know, really marinate and really process and let the Lord deal with me about that. I said, so then if Jesus is the Lord of all, then isn't he also Lord in our politics? Think about that for a second. If Jesus is truly Lord of all, or he's not Lord at all. So if he's Lord of all, isn't he also Lord in our politics? You know, the preacher used to always say, you know, you need to take the Lord with you when you go to the store. You need to take the Lord with you <laughs> when you go when you uh, go shopping for those clothes. You know, and 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 he was he was hitting at the fact that um, you know how we how we dress, and uh, and he was hitting at the women and how they dressed. But you know, you need to take the Lord with you and and uh, uh, and stop buying those garments that were so far above your knees and you make him making brothers lose the victory. Um, that's something that the preacher would say, but guess what? He was using that example of Jesus being the Lord of all. He's not just Lord at church when you're jumping and shouting and speaking in tongues and, 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 and all of that. He's not just Lord at church. He's not just Lord when you, are praying when you're in calamity or, you know, when something is coming up on you, when trouble's coming up on you. But he's also Lord in our decision-making. And so in this process of issue one, and I know, and um, uh, when Roe versus Wade was overturned and they said, now do you want to let the lower courts or let the states decide? And so the, the states, are Ohio decided and that's and that's I, I don't I don't um someone brought up the issue uh with me, you know, Cliff, are you gonna sit here and tell me that you wouldn't allow for a woman to, you know, a woman who was raped or you know, you have two daughters, a, a woman that was raped or um uh or incest or something like that. And I said and I, I pause and said, whoa, whoa. First of all, I I wanna see the numbers. I wanna see the numbers on incest because we quick to go, we quick to pull rape and incest out our bag when it come when it come down to abortion. We quick on that. Quick. Um now um I I am I'm like yeah I'm uh, with, 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 on the issue of rape I'm like yeah eh, eh. I, I I I I can't I don't have a I'm you know I, I don't I'm like uh on rape, you know, I'm. Uh, I can't give you a definitive. I want to. I want to give you a definitive answer. I, I want to, uh, but I'm like, eh. I'm still trying to marinate the thought, you know, massage the thought there on the rape aspect. But I want to see the numbers on incest, since you keep throwing that out your bag. But now, um, but for, but for folk who people who or women who who you know who were and I want to say this right it, I mean it doesn't matter what I say folk folk get mad about whatever I say anyway so it really don't matter what I say the the fact that I'm willing to take the stand that the church won't take a stand on you know 
folk come for me anyway. Churches come for me. So I, I, I that's that that's that's neither here nor there. I'm not scared of that at all. I just still want to say it right. Um, but on the process of um, abortion is not supposed to be a tool that you use because you were lazy and making sure that both of y'all were protected. I mean, if you're going to have sex anyway, first of all, let's, let's, let's make sure we understand the Bible is, is, is straight on what fornication is and what adultery is. There's nothing wrong with sex. There's not one blessed thing wrong with sex. Sex is wonderful. Sex is wonderful. However, hey, what's going on, bro? Uh, sex is wonderful, but God designed it for only one group of people, and that's married folk. If you're not married, and listen, and I'm telling you, I'm saying it as one who had to repent of his sins. Sure, I messed up. I messed up for I, I I I you know I messed up, and but when I came to the Lord, I had to make sure I had I had to get I had to get a lot of stuff straight because I messed up, and I grew up in the church. So even knowing was right, and still didn't do what's right, I still had to repent before even thinking about serving the Lord on this stage and platform um so uh but now um and thank the lord you know i i i was blessed that you know we you know even in my sin and i'm talking about me even in my sin i did not um have any children out of wedlock and that I was a we were I was able to wait until I got married before having children. And that's that's you know, and I know that's not everybody's testimony, and I'm not throwing shade at anyone at all. I'm just simply saying that's me. That's me. Um, that's just me. Now, having said that though, um abortion is not a tool that is supposed to be used for somebody who didn't strap up the night before or the week before. Then all of a sudden you find out you got, you know, and then the guy's telling you, we're going to abort it. Or maybe the girl is saying, now I don't want this baby. I'm going to abort it. Um, you know, you know, I, it's, it's number one, keep in mind, let's see what the Bible says. This is this. There's so many scriptures where watch this. Jesus says, suffer the children to come unto me. How are you going to bring your children to the Lord and dedicate your children to the Lord and allow them to be blessed of the Lord if you're aborting them? That's the thought. Think about that. In fact, the word of the Lord tells us that um, children are, are the heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is blessed. Word of God says that he shall increase me more and more, me and my children. So there's so many scriptures, you know, and, 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 and what amazes me is that preachers, preachers will 
take such a yellow back stance when it comes down to this abortion issue. Well, I can't tell a woman what to do with her body. The Bible says that your body is not your own. That's the word of the Lord. That we were created for him. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The but so you say this is my body, my body, my choice. My guess what? When COVID was out, we couldn't use my body, my choice. You, 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 y'all was going crazy over somebody who chose that they didn't want to take a COVID uh, 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 vaccine. Y'all was going crazy because somebody didn't didn't want to take a uh, take a vaccine. But on this issue, my body, my choice. When the Bible clearly says your body is not your own. Now, tell tell that to the Lord. You 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 got so much sense and you you got so much to say. My body, my choice. Okay, tell tell God that because you're gonna have to stand before Him one day. The Bible says that we will have to stand before Him. Watch this. He that he that he that he is uh, um that his that the eye of the Lord is in every place beholding good and evil. So we're gonna have to stand before him one day. I know that's a lie that you that's a lie from the pit of hell. Number one, it's a lie from the pit of hell. That's that's that, that's 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 the that's the uh that's the uh, um um that's Satan and those thoughts. Well, this is your body. No, it's it it the Bible says your body is not your own. Now that's you 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 talk to God about his word. But not only that, the system of abortion was a plan by number one. Number one, let's look at what happened here in this earth in our time. From 1973 until, and this report that I have here only goes up to 2019. So it's, there's still about four years of data that I don't even have yet. Well, three three years of data that I don't have because we don't even have, um, we're not even out of 2023 yet. But watch this. Since the consequences of Roe versus Wade, 63 million. 459,781 abortions since 1973. Think about that. Now, when I think about abortion, I think about what is that woman's name? I meant to write it down before I came on and I forgot. The woman who started Planned Parenthood, Margaret, Margaret, whatever her name is. Somebody, somebody text me real quick. What is that woman's name that started Planned Parenthood? This woman went and paid. She was a rape. I'm, I'm going to say it. I don't care who don't like it. I hope you ain't kin to it, but whatever. This woman was a racist. And she had a spin that. Poor black women didn't need to raise poor, uh, 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 you're going you're sinking deeper into poverty by raising, um, 
uh, black children, bringing up black children and raising black children, and you're not even able to help and sustain yourself. So she started this Planned Parenthood, this uh, this system of abortion, and she paid black pastors to promote her program. So then, and sold it as a, 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 a healthcare, a way so then that, you know, um, th- 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 there would be an option. That's it. Thank you. Margaret Sanger. Thank, that's it. Thank you. She, so, so, so what I'm trying to get at is that pastors, 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 uh, got caught up in filthy lucre promoting this racist woman, Margaret Sanger, to the to their to their congregants who felt like uh this system of you know I'm gonna have this baby and I'm not well well you can go right over to Planned Parenthood and and, 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 and you know and, and and you can you know and you can abort the baby now Think about, think about, think about the families that can't have children. Women who desire to have babies, but the wound is closed and and can't have children. Couples who desire to have children, but can't have them. But you want to abort them. And then think about, we want to sit here and complain about that. Now, I'm talking about, I'm talking to my community right now. I know I gave you this number, 63 million four hundred and fifty nine thousand seven hundred and eighty one abortion since nineteen seventy three I'm giving you the bible stance not a political stance this is the bible stance and so my conscience is gonna be clear I'm not gonna have to stand before the Lord and say why didn't you warn the people I that's not gonna be on me I let some of you other ministers and pastors sweat before the Lord but I I'll be clear of this one now of that 63 million, how many, and because that's total, that's total. That's I'm, I'm talking about black, white, Asian, uh, Puerto Rican. I'm talking about all nations, all, all nations in, in, in the United States. But over 23 million babies just in the African-American community alone have been aborted since 1973. 23 million. And we are sitting up here complaining. We're complaining about we only 12% of this nation population, and there's so many percentage of us, or there's so many of us locked up in jail. Well, I mean, look, 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 look how many of you done boarded. You might be more than 12% if we weren't aborting all these children, all these babies. Now, these babies who had not, not done good or evil. Sure, sure, um, there is no judgment uh, that they um, have to worry about. They are in the arms of the Lord. But what about your action? So, at any rate, that's issue one. And um, I got my opinion about it, but again, I'm a man. I'm not gonna have no babies. I, I I don't I don't. I'm, this society is saying that men can have babies now, but I 
I don't I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Um man ain't had no babies yet. Now all of a sudden we can have it. So 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 you know something wrong. Um, but listen, we're gonna go ahead and cut out now. There's something going on with this audio. We're gonna see if we can fix this. My intro and outro, we're gonna see if we can fix this before we get ready for our second episode, our regular episode at seven o'clock. So uh t- hopefully you'll join us for this second episode because it's something we want to say there. Um also in this next episode. Uh um, so we'll join you on the on the flip side. So at seven o'clock, we'll see you. And those of you who um um well, let me give you the ending that we always end on. Remember, hold on to him that is able to keep you from failing and from falling. Remember, we are not sinless, but we sin less because of him who became sin for us. So if you can join us at seven o'clock, join us at seven o'clock for the next episode. And that episode is called, Is Obama Right? Former President Obama. Affectionately, we call 44, number 44. Is Obama right? So we'll see you on the other end. All right. God bless you. See you later.